We welcome everyone to the Lawrence Avenue Church of Christ Worship Resource Podcast for Sunday, October the 25th. We pray that everyone is doing well and ready to worship today. Here are today's updated announcements. Sister Rachel Belafont went in for an injection to her back on Wednesday. We pray that everything went well with her. Sister Andrea Shelton is scheduled for surgery on October the 28th. She will be in the hospital for a few days. So let's keep her in our prayers for a speedy recovery. Sister Evelyn Pillow is asking for prayers for her grandson who tested positive for COVID-19. The whole household must now be tested with possible quarantine protocols. We encourage everyone to continue to pray for all of our sick, our shut-in, our bereaved members, our elderly members, and traveling members and their families. Phone calls, cards, and even text messages are always encouraged, and I'm sure they're appreciated. Brother Kance will continue his study from the book of Genesis today. The lesson text will come from Genesis chapter 9, verses 1 through 20. The lesson is titled, God's Covenant. We encourage you to study along with Brother Kance anytime on the Lord's Day. And you can contact Brother Kance with any questions or comments via his email address at bill.kance at gmail.com. This Wednesday evening at 7.15 p.m., I invite you to participate in our midweek Bible study. This week, we will continue our study title, Lord, I Need an Attitude Adjustment, focusing on a series of lessons from the first four chapters of the book of Malachi. Lesson three is titled, Close the Church Doors, Turn Off the Lights, and Go Home. This will come from Malachi chapter 1, verses 10 through 14. Make plans to join us this Wednesday evening and every Wednesday evening at 7.15 p.m. If you have been experiencing dropouts while streaming the podcast, please be sure to check your Wi-Fi or your cellular phone connections. If they are weak, you may experience some occasional dropouts. I was told that some of you have been having some issues. Let me reassure you, the issue is not coming from the audio files that we have. The issues are probably coming from your Wi-Fi or cellular phone connections where the signal may be weak. This concludes today's updated announcements. We will now begin today's worship service. Good morning, everyone. It is now time for us to begin our morning worship service. So we want to welcome everyone here on this fall morning for our worship service as we are gathered here to worship God in spirit and in truth. It's good to see this number that are here this morning for our service. We welcome you. Anyone that are visiting with us, we want to welcome you here to our service also this morning. We welcome also those that are taking part in our podcast service. We want to welcome you in being a part of the Lord's Day service also this morning. We do hope that all of Lawrence Avenue are either uh, assembling here with us or listening to the podcast, even in the midst of the pandemic and other issues. This is still the Lord's Day, and God still expects his children to worship him in spirit and in truth. 
It's good to see Brother Kantz here with us this morning. Good to have him with us on this morning. We again enjoying Brother Cass, the Brother Kantz, uh, the uh, podcast Bible study on Lord's Day that you're teaching. We commend you on that and want to continue to uh, encourage the congregation to participate in our uh, midweek Bible classes on Wednesday. Brother William Carruthers teaches on Wednesday at 7.15. And then our podcast, Brother Kent, is on Lord's Day, and that's a podcast, so you can listen to that at any time. <clears throat> Again, we're absent from one another, but we still want to do the Lord's work. If you're in need of communion emblems, uh, please uh, contact Brother Ernest Davis. Uh, we try to make sure that everyone has that for the entire month. But if you are needing that, please contact Brother Ernest Davis. We want to continue to send in our offering for those that do not meet uh, for our service. We want to encourage you to continue to send in your offering, and, and a lot of you are doing that. By far, most of you are doing that, and we uh, commend you for that and appreciate you in doing so. Our P.O. Box is... In Lawrence Avenue, Church of Christ, P.O. Box 41648, Nashville, Tennessee, 37204. So we appreciate that. As always, church, if you have a request, a prayer request, uh, an announcement, uh, simply want to have a Bible study or know or have a question of what I must do to be saved, uh, please contact someone in leadership. We will be happy to take your request. Have some homework. We have not been uh, together as, as a whole uh, since the last week of, of March. I should say as a whole. There's some that we haven't seen, I should say, since the end of March. So I hope that all of us are missing one another because <clears throat> we're truly missing those that, that we don't see. So we want to encourage everyone to stay in contact. So this week, we want you to contact at least 10 people that you haven't seen in a while or that you haven't talked to. Uh, so those of us that are here, we don't want calling one another. We see each other. We're here. But we want those that we don't see. We want you to at least call 10 people this week to communicate with them because we miss one another. And we want to stay as a family together at Lawrence Avenue. So let's kind of homework assignment. Now, I'm not going to ask you to turn in to make sure who you talk to. We're going to say it's a good faith that you're going to do this. And this is just a matter of keeping in contact with one another and still staying together as a family in the midst of such a difficult time. Uh, I was out at the store yesterday, and, and I looked around and I noticed, wow, so many people are not wearing a mask. And if you've noticed the decline of people wearing a mask, at the same time, church, the, the, the virus rate is going up in the state of Tennessee and nationally. So let's be wise, uh, let's be smart, let's be considerate, uh, considering ourselves and others around us, continue to wear your mask. Uh, it's just wise and safe to continue to practice social distancing, continue to wash your hands and just be safe uh, because this is not, not going away right now. So this is something we've got to deal with. We're coming up on the fall and cold weather and this is an airborne virus, and the air is thinner in the wintertime, so it's going to be difficult. So if we can do whatever we can do to be safe, then it will help 
uh, to conquer this virus one day. So let's continue to practice social distancing and being safe to wear masks. That's a minimum that we can do. All that we can do to keep ourselves safe, let's do that. Let's continue to pray for those that are uh, uh, maybe sick or, or ill or those uh, elderly members. Let's continue to pray for them. I want to especially thank Brother, Brother Trenton. Uh, he's been having to, to sing quite often for the last month. You're doing a beautiful job, Brother Trenton, a beautiful job. And commend him for, for that. You know, when one person can, someone else can. So we appreciate him very much. Uh, job well done. Our order of service this morning, we want to keep Brother uh, Corey in our prayers also. He's still having some congestion, so let's keep him in prayer. Our song service this morning, Brother Trenton Moore will lead us in song. Our scripture and prayer, Brother Timmy Jackson. Our sermon, uh, Brother Robert McLean. Our prayer for offering and communion, Brother Tyrone Moore. And our closing prayer, Brother Danny Gift. I hope that everyone has your Bible and also have your communion pack. Uh, package that is and we want to encourage you right before our brother Moore comes up and to, to do the communion he will give you a space of time where you can open it uh, because I know some people are having difficulty open it. it can be a little tricky but we want to give you a time to open your communion so that you can be prepared to take that during the Lord's Supper so that we don't have to hear all of the all of the opening uh, all doing service so if we can give you a moment to, to do that we will do so so we hope you to have your communion, your Bibles. Now let's worship God in spirit and in truth. Good morning. Good morning. Our first song selection will be page 111, 111. Come we that love the Lord. Also, I want to add on that our closing song will be by Brother Micah Jackson. Page 111. We will sing the first, second, and fourth first. All found? Let's see. Come we that love the Lord, and let our joys be known. Join in a song with sweet accord. Join in a song with sweet accord. And the surround the throne, and the surround the throne. We're marching to Zion, beautiful, beautiful Zion. We're marching upward to Zion, the beautiful city of God. Let those refuse to sing who never knew our God. But children of the heavenly King, but children of the heavenly King may speak their joys abroad, may speak their joys abroad. We're marching to Zion, beautiful, beautiful Zion. We're marching upward to Zion, the beautiful.
bountiful city of God. Then let our songs abound and every tear be dry. We're marching through Emmanuel's crown. We're marching through Emmanuel's crown to fairer worlds on high, to fairer worlds on high. We're marching to Zion, beautiful, beautiful Zion. We're marching upward to Zion, the beautiful city of God. Our next song selection will be page 716, 716. Walking Alone at Eve. And we'll sing all three verses. All come. Let's sing. Walking alone at Eve and viewing the skies afar. Biting the darkness come to welcome me, silver star. I have a great delight in the wonderful scenes above. God in his power and might is showing his truth and love. Home for a home with God, a place in his course to rest. Sure and a safe with Jesus and the blessed. Rest for a weary soul once redeemed by the Savior's love. Where I'll be pure and whole and live with my God above. Sitting alone at eve and dreaming the hours away. Watching the shadows falling, now at the close of day, God in his mercy comes, with his word he is drawing near. Spreading his love and truth around me and everywhere. Home for a home with God, a place in his course to rest. Sure in a safe abode with Jesus and the blessed. Rest for a weary soul once redeemed by the Savior's love. Where I'll be pure and whole and Live with my God above. Closing my eyes at eve and thinking of heaven's grace. Longing to see my Lord, yes, meeting him face to face. Trusting him as my all, 
wheresoever my footsteps roam, pleading with him to guide me unto the Spirit's home. Hope for a home with God, a place in his course to rest, sure and a safe abode with Jesus and the blessed, rest for a weary soul once redeemed by the Savior's love. Where I'll be pure and whole and live with my God above. We'll now be led in scripture reading and prayer. Good morning. This morning's scripture will be taken <clears throat> from 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 10 through 14. That's 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 10 through 14. I will be reading from the King James Version. If you can't hear me, you know, say something. And it reads, Ye are witnesses, and God also, how holily and justly and unblamely we have we behaved ourselves among you that believe. And ye know how we extorted and comforted and charged every one of you as a father doth his children, that ye would walk worthy of God, who hath called you unto his kingdom and glory. For this cause also thank we God without ceasing, because when we ye when ye received the word of God, which ye heard of us, ye received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. For ye brethren became followers of the churches of God, which in Judea are in Christ Jesus. For ye also have suffered like things of your own countrymen, even as they have of the Jews. May the Lord bless the readers and doers of his word. Let us bow in prayer. I have the Father. Once again, we stand before your throne, dear the Father. Humbly bowing our heads, dear the Father, thanking you for letting us see another day. Dear the Father, we come to your prayer, asking you to please help us, dear the Father, to be humble, asking you to help us, dear the Father, to be mindful of why we are here and why we meet every first day of the week. We thank you, dear Father, most of all, for you being the Father of all. We know that you are the true King of everything, dear Father. We pray that you help us to uh, respect you in every regard as the being that you are. We come to impress you to help us, dear Father, to always be humble and always be um, willful in doing what it is, dear Father, that you ask of us to do. Dear Father, we thank you most of all for thy Son, Jesus Christ. We thank you, dear Father, that... Um, we're able to work out our salvation. We thank you, dear Father, for his sacrifice. We pray, dear Father, that um, the sacrifices that he made, that we can be proud of when we live these sacrifices in our everyday life, dear Father, by sharing love with those and also teaching them about salvation, dear Father. Dear Father, we come in prayer, asking you to watch over us, dear Father, as a church, asking you to watch over us as a people, dear Father. We ask you to watch over us, dear Father, as a family, praying that you help us to be more unified, 
pray, then, Father, that you help us to stand together, then, Father, in all times of hardship, all times of difficulty and obstruction, then, Father, we pray that no matter what the case may be, that, then, Father, we can stand on your word and we teach your word firmly. Not only that, that we live it in our everyday lives. Then, Father, we come to your prayer. Thank you for the um, leadership here. Then, Father, um, you, um, you have blessed us with men who have done your will and um, make sure that we, then, Father, learn what we're supposed to learn. They put us in a great position, then, Father, to do things that would be pleasing to you. We come to pray ask you to help us to be humble and support them. We pray that you help us, then, Father, to be humble enough to obey them, then, Father, and, and do as they ask. Then, Father, we come to prayer for all the churches of Christ around the world. We pray that you keep us all together. We pray that you keep us, then, Father, in the mind to teach one truth in your word. Then, Father, now we come to prayer ask you to please bless the leadership around the world, praying, then, Father, that you put it on their minds to do things that are more um, spiritual-minded, then, Father, according to uh, the things that we know about you and what you want and what you expect out of us as human beings, then, Father. Then, Father, we know that there are some that are ignorant of your word, there are some, then, Father, who may not understand the pardon of their sins, then, Father, but we know, then, Father, that we cannot deny that there is a higher power. And we pray, then, Father, that through that belief and through that understanding, then, Father, that we all take on the correct ambition of trying to find out what it is that you want us to do. Then, Father, we come in prayer for those who are less fortunate than we are around the world. Then, Father, we know that we're suffering here in America, then, Father, but for a long time, many have suffered more than we have in many places around the world, then, Father. We pray, then, Father, that no matter what, that we're able to bless the next human being, then, Father, if we can. Then, Father, we come in prayer thanking you um, for the many things that we don't understand that you do for us. We, then, Father, help you to um, ask you to help us to please be mindful and also, um, then, Father, speak of the things that we can see that you do for us. These and many other blessings we ask in our son's name. Amen. Our song of invitation for this morning would be page 23. Our song of invitation for this morning would be page 23, if you'd like to mark it. <clears throat> Let us now notice page 660. 660. There is a habitation. And we will sing the first three verses. All found. Let's sing. There is a habitation built by the living God for all of every nation who seek that grand abode. Oh, Zion, Zion, I long thy gaze to see. Oh, Zion, Zion, when shall I dwell in thee? A city with foundations, firm as the eternal throne, nor wars nor desolations shall ever move a stone. Oh, Zion, Zion, I long thy gaze to see. Oh, Zion, Zion. 
this day to have this opportunity to assemble ourselves together to worship the God of heaven in spirit and in truth. I know there are those who have gathered in their homes that they too might worship the God of heaven in spirit and in truth. Number 23 will be our song of invitation this day. The song will be sung for the purpose of inviting you to Christ. If you have not as of yet come in obedience to the gospel, it's our prayer that you would do so at the time of the singing of number 23. The Bible teaches us that we must hear, believe, Repent, confess, and be baptized for the remission or forgiveness of our sins. Also, if you're here today and you're already a member of the body of Christ, but you've examined your life, you realize you're not living the life that's pleasing to God, it's our prayer that you too would come at the time of the singing of number 23. And once again, do as the Bible teaches us all to do, confess your faults one to another, that we might pray one for another. If you have your Bibles today, and I hope we all do, we are grateful for the song and the prayer and, and you for blending in your voices for in our song service. If you have your Bibles, I know the hope was you would like to turn with me also to our text that we had read. First Thessalonians, the chapter is 2, verses 10 through 14 from the King James Version. And it reads, Ye are witnesses, and God also, how holy and justly and unblameably we behaved ourselves among you that believe. As ye know how we exhorted and 
comforted and encouraged every one of you as a father doth his children that ye would walk worthy of God who had called you unto his kingdom and glory. For this cause also thank we God without ceasing because when ye received the word of God which ye heard of us, ye received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. For ye brethren, became followers of the churches of God, which is in Judea or in Christ Jesus. For ye also have suffered like things of your own countrymen, even as they have of the Jews. Let's use for a thought today from the reading God's powerful word. God's powerful word. We must realize that one's attitude toward God's word determines the salvation or condemnation of the soul. James in James 1 and verse 21 reads, Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your soul. We think today about how some look at God's word. Some say, well, the Bible is human, a human product. In other words, it was put together by men. They fail to see what the scripture says that all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and it is profitable for teaching for those who are saved. They also, today, it seemed to me like they depend on feelings. They say, well, you, you know how I feel. I feel like this, I feel like that. But the Bible, we cannot, as we think about how the Thessalonians received the word of God, it wasn't according to their feelings but they believed it to be the word of God. The attitude that we must develop for salvation is that of respect and obedience to God's word. We find there are four aspects 
in this reading and of the Word of God that we want to deal with this morning. The first one is that the Word of God is has a that is has a discerning power. In Hebrews 4, in the verses 12 and 13, the Bible there says, the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunders of the soul and the marrow, and it is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. That word discern means that the word of God has critical evaluation. It means that it is an analyst and a discrimination and judgment. The word discern, we need to realize it deals with the thoughts and that thoughts are the key to action. Proverbs 23, 7, as a man thinketh, so is he. Out of the heart of the issues of life, Proverbs 4 and 23, there is power also in perverted thoughts. When we think about the Bible in Acts 26, we find there that Paul describes his life before he met the Lord. He said, Behold, I thought I ought to do many things contrary to the word of God. That's how he persecuted Christians, putting them in prison and he also gave his word against those who were being put to death because of their belief. Again, he said, I thought I ought to do many things contrary to the word of God. We find also the Bible reading as we go to Mark 7. Let's do a little reading. I appreciate my brother reading for us today. Let's go to Mark 7 and look at verses 20 through 23. Mark 7, verses 20 through 23. And the Bible says, And he said, And he said, That which cometh out of the mouth of men, Notice now, that which cometh out of the man, Of the man, That defileth the man, that defileth the man. For from within. For out, from within. Out of the heart of men. And out of the heart of men. Perceive evil thoughts. Perceive, perceives evil thoughts. Adulterers. Adulterers. Fornication. Fornication. Murder. Murderers. Theft. Theft. Covetousness. Read. Wickedness. Wickedness. Deceit. Deceit, lasciviousness, covetousness, an evil eye, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, pride, foolishness. All these things, all, all these, these things, things come from where? Within 
come from within, and they do what? They defile the the man. man. Notice all these things come from within, and they defile the man. Let's go to Romans, if you will. The chapter is 1. Romans 1. Let's look at verses 21 and 22. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. They glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful. Neither were thankful. But because vain in their imaginations. Became what? Vain in their imaginations. Became vain in their imagination. And their foolish hearts were darkened. Their hearts were darkened. Professing themselves to be wise. Professing themselves to be wise. They became fools. They did what? Became fools. They became fools. And changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to a corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Let's drop down to verse 28. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind. God gave them over to a reprobate mind. To do those things which are not convenient. To do those things which are not convenient. A reprobate mind is a mind that's not thinking about judgment. It's only thinking about what we want to do and how maybe we want to do things. We're not thinking about one day it's going to be judgment day. There is power for good also in positive thinking. Let's go to the Philippian letter. Philippians chapter 4. Let's look at verses 7 and 8. Philippians chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. The writer says, think on these things. Read. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, Uh shall keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Read. Finally, brethren. Finally, brethren. Whatsoever things are true. Whatsoever things are true. Whatsoever things are honest. Whatsoever things are honest. Whatsoever things are just. Whatsoever things are just. Whatsoever things are pure. Whatsoever things are pure. Whatsoever things are lovely. Lovely. Whatsoever things are of good report. Whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue. If there be any virtue. And if there be any praise. Any praise. Think on these things. Do what? Think on these things. Think on these things. There is power also in positive thinking. The thoughts of men need to be analyzed by the dependable, discerning word of God. Church, how are we thinking? How 
are we thinking? Do we realize that the word of God analyzes our thinking? Look in the mirror when you're thinking sometimes. That is the mirror of God's word. And see if it goes along with how we are thinking. That's so important. Another thing about God's word is we find that there is informing power in God's word. Jesus said to his disciples, if ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Isn't that wonderful? If we continue in what? In my word. That's how we'll know the truth. We find that man's thinking is limited. No matter how smart we think we are sometimes, and there are geniuses I know in this world, but there's not a one that can say, hey, let me tell you about salvation of your soul. If we want to find out what we need to do about salvation, we're going to have to go to the word of God. Let's go to the Corinthian letter, brethren, if you will. The second chapter, 1 Corinthians. The second chapter. Let's look at verses 9 through 14. The second chapter of Corinthians. But as it is written. As it is written. I have not seen. Listen up. Don't come thinking about it. I'm smart enough to know what I need to do. In order to save my soul. It is written. Read. I have not seen. I had not seen. Nor ear heard. Nor ear heard. Neither have entered into the heart of man. Neither have entered into the heart of man. The things which God has prepared for them. The things that God has prepared for them. That love him. That love him. But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. God has revealed them to us. By his spirit. By his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. For the spirit searcheth all things. Yea, the deep things of God. The deep things of God. For what man knoweth the thing of a man? For what man knoweth the things of a man? Save the spirit of man. Save the spirit of man. Which is in him. Which is in him. Even so, the, Even so, the things of God knoweth no man. The things of God knoweth no man. But the spirit of God. But the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world. We have not received the Spirit of the world. But the Spirit which is of God. But the Spirit which is of God. That we might know the thing 
that are freely given to us of God. That we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Of God. Which things also we speak. Which things also we speak. Not in the words which man's wisdom teaches. Not in the words of men, but what? The man, wisdom man teaches. The words of man seek it, but. But with the Holy Ghost teaches. That which the Holy Spirit seeketh. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Comparing spiritual things with spirit. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. The natural man for they receiveth are, not the things of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness unto him. They are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them. Neither can he know them. Because they are spiritually discerned. They are spiritually discerned. The natural man. Sometimes mankind gets so small until he thinks the things that we find written in this inspired book to be foolish. Sometimes there may be those who look around at us and the way we live and the things that we don't do and they say, why? Y'all are foolish. No, we're not church. We're just doing what God wants us to do. There is power in God's word. There are limitations to scientific knowledge. We find in the Corinthian letter that we were reading about in verse 9. There are limitations to human philosophy. Neither hath entered into the heart of man. Verse 9 of that Corinthian letter, the second chapter. Man is incapable of directing his own steps. Let that rest a little bit. Man is incapable of directing his own steps. We find in Jeremiah 10 in the verses 23. The Israelites had attempted to direct their lives. They had forsaken God's way. Jeremiah chapter 2, you can read in your spare time, the third verses 13 and 32. The people had teachers who proclaimed what the people wanted to hear instead of that which they needed to hear. As the old saying is, the more things change, the more they stay the same. We find men today who claim to be inspired of God's word, but they only tell the audience what they want to hear. These men are smart enough to know what people want to hear. Therefore, they speak that. Like the prophets of old, the false prophets of old. But the results of them attempting to direct their own lives and their own steps, guess what happened? 
It led them into Babylonian captivity. Same thing holds true today. If we attempt to direct our own lives, you know what's going to happen? It's going to lead us right back into Satan's arms again. I hope we realize that, church. Therefore, we're going to hold on to God's powerful word. There is saving power in God's word. Let's go to James. The chapter is one. James chapter one. And let's begin reading with verse 18 through verse 25. James chapter one and verse 18. God's word we find is truth. Let's are you in, in James? Yep. Of his own will begat he us. Of his own will begat he us. With the word of truth. With the word of truth. That we should be a kind of first fruit of his creatures. Be a kind of first fruits of what? his creatures. Wherefore. Therefore. My beloved brethren. My beloved brethren. Let every man be swift to hear. Listen up church. Be swift to hear. Slow to speak. Slow to speak. Slow to wrath. And slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Read. Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity. See there? Therefore lay aside all filthiness and superfluity of, of naughtiness and do what? And receive with meekness. And receive with meekness. The engrafted word. The engrafted word. Which is able to save your soul. Which is able to save your soul. The Bible tells the truth about sin. All have sinned. So you, if you are, you can stop pointing your finger at some brother or sister and say, oh, I'm glad I didn't die, I didn't die. We all have sinned. Romans 3 and 23 and come short of the glory of God. So you can't point your finger at somebody else, a brother or sister. You know, I'm glad I didn't, I didn't. We all have sinned. I don't think we do that in a way, do we, church? Say what? Mm-hmm. God words, God's word tells the truth about God's plan of salvation. That's why Jesus said in Mark 16, Go ye into all the world and do what? Preach the gospel. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. 
the gospel has saving power if you obey it. The gospel tell folks about the death, burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. If they believe this and obey this, the Bible said you'll be saved. Nothing else saves the soul. Nothing else. Doesn't matter how good it might sound. God's word saves the soul, James 1 and verse 21 that we've just had read over there. The fact that man has a soul to be saved is revealed. What has been done by God that man might be saved is also revealed. Guess where? In the word of God. Let's go to the Ephesian letter, the second chapter. And let's begin reading with verse 1. Ephesians 1. I'm sorry, Ephesians 2. Let's begin reading with verse 1. And you have he quickened it. Listen up. And you hath he quickened. Who were dead in trespasses and sin. Who were dead in trespasses and in sin. Wherein in time past. Wherein in times past. He walked according to the course of this world. You walked according to the course of this world. According to the prince of the power of the air. According to the prince of the power of air. The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. The spirit that now worketh. In the children of disobedience. Among whom also we all had our conversations in time past. I told you, didn't I? In the lust of our flesh. In the lust of what? Of our flesh. The lust of our flesh. Doing what we feel like we ought to do. Read. Fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. Fulfilling the desires of the flesh and the mind. And were by nature the children of wrath. Even and were by others. nature the children of wrath. Even as others. Even as others. Friends, what to be done to be saved, we find in this book, the New Testament, the gospel. The word of God must be obeyed. James 1 and 22 that we just read a while ago. Jesus saves those who obey. Hebrews 5, 8 and 9, though he were a son, yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. Being made perfect, he became the author of the eternal salvation unto all them that obey. Obedience is a proof of salvation. Fourth, there is sustaining power in God's word. Acts 20 and 32. God's word is milk for the new Christians. 1 Peter 2 and the verses 2. God's word is meat. 
for the older, more mature Christian. Hebrews 5, verses 12 through 14. If the word of God dominates and controls the life, one cannot live a life of sin. First John 3 and verse 9. Isn't that wonderful? I didn't say we can't all make mistakes sometimes. The Bible doesn't say that. The only perfect human being was Jesus Christ. We all make mistakes. But if we continue to obey the word of God, we cannot and will not live a life of sin. In our conclusion, we are condemned if we refuse to believe the truth. Second Thessalonians 2, verses 10 through 12. If we believe a lie, we're going to be damned. Second Thessalonians 2, verses 10 through 20. Since we're going to be judged by God's word, church, we must obey. The word or be lost. If you're here today and have not as of yet obeyed God's word, the gospel, I hope and pray that you will come today. Come believing, repenting, confessing and obeying God's word. And be baptized for the remission of forgiveness of your sins. If you are here today, child of God, and have already obeyed the gospel, but for some one reason or another, you have decided to start living like you think you ought to live. It's my prayer that you would be like the prodigal son. Remember he wound up in the pig pen. Feeding the pigs. And he decided within himself, you know, in my father's house. I hope you will do as he did. Come back home today. Will you do that? I pray that you will while together we stand and sing. If I'm a singing, we come.
and thou shalt be richly fed. When you come, hear the invitation from who so ever will praise God for full salvation for who so ever Come to the feast, come for the door is open wide, a place of honor is reserved for you at the master's side. Invitation from who so ever will praise God for full salvation for who so ever Let the church say amen. amen. We thank Brother Rob McLean for a beautiful message. It's titled God's Powerful Word. A beautiful message. Uh, I was listening to on this morning coming in uh, on the Brotherhood uh, ministry, and uh, Brother Gray was speaking. Uh, we hear so many lies today. Why don't men just simply open the Bible and read God's Word? And that's what Brother McLean was mentioning this morning. Uh, stick to the word of God if we want to learn about salvation and about life. God's powerful word. We thank him very much for that message. We had several that have responded. Uh, prayer requests for Sister Tierra Thompson. She is having surgery tomorrow and asking the church for our prayers. Sister Pillen, we learned through the week that her uh, sister's husband, I believe, uh, have a brother-in-law who was in uh, the nursing home. I believe it's the same one who was, she was asked for prayer requests last week uh, that he did have the virus and pneumonia. Uh, he is now returned out of the hospital and he is home. Is that correct, Sister Pillow? Uh, nursing, home. nursing home, right. He is in the nursing home. So we're thankful that he is now out of the hospital uh, but he's now back in the nursing home, and they're asking for prayer for him. Uh, we know it's hard on the family because they can't see him. Uh, so they're simply asking for our prayers. She also says, I uh, send my love to all of my brothers and sisters. So thank you for that, Sister Pillar. Uh, Sister Jerice is asking for our prayers. Her, her son uh, says, please pray for Andre and his wife. Uh, to accept that uh, their brother is gone. And we know that Sister Jerice lost her son <clears throat> several weeks ago, and now her other brother, they're still having difficulty dealing with that loss. Uh, so let's offer a prayer for them. Shall we bow in prayer? Our God and Father in heaven, we are thankful, God, again for this day that you saw fit, Father, to wake us up to allow our feet once again to touch the floor. 
to allow our eyes to open, to see another day, God, to serve, to glorify you, and to reverence you as our God. We're thankful, Father, for Brother Robert McLean, who presented the message to us on this morning. Uh, Father, we're thankful for that message that you put in his heart. Uh, we're thankful for your word, which is your powerful word of salvation, a powerful word, Father, on to teach us how we should live with one another, how we should live to serve you. So we're thankful, Father, for him, and we pray, God, that you will continue to be with Brother McLean and give him health and strength. We're thankful, Father, for uh, the zeal that he has to, pre to preach thy word. We're thankful, Father, for the word, uh, again, that you have, uh, have inspired in the, the minds of, of brethren to, to, to continue to proclaim thy word. We pray, God, as we study thy word, that we will study with an open mind and open heart, ready to receive it, God, as it, as it is written. Father, we ask that you will be with those who uh, have come forth at this time. Uh, we ask that you will be with Sister Pillar and their family as they are, uh, again, uh, dealing with illness of a family member. Father, we pray for that family, thankful that you have guided their loved one back home. Uh, into their nursing home facility, God, and that you have blessed them to come out of the hospital. We know, God, it was, it was you, Father, that touched the heart of those that are ailing. We pray, God, for us as Jerice. We ask that you will continue to be with her, and uh, she's still dealing with the, the loss of a son. We also, at this time, ask that you will be with the other family members, Father, her son's brother and wife, who are also dealing with that absence. Uh, God is you that give life. It's also you that take life. And, Father, we pray that whatever state that comes, Father, that we will accept your will and our way. Knowing, Father, that all of us that are alive on this day, too, one day will see death. And that, Father, that we should prepare ourselves uh, for death and to be with you eternally, always in heaven, Father, if we've lived that faithful and just life. Be with Tierra, Father, she is preparing for surgery tomorrow. We pray, God, that you will touch the doctor's hands, nurse's hands that are caring for her, Father, and we pray that all will be well during the surgery and that she will be once again back to her normal health and strength. Ask a prayer for all of us, Father, that we continue to seek you, to serve you, that we will present ourselves in a way, Father, that will be of a service and a blessing to others. Thank you so much for Christ, who is your son, and our Savior, for we ask this prayer. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen.
prayer for our offer to the Lord's Supper, reminder again that the brother will be in attendance at the back door to receive your offer. Right, we want to thank Brother McLean for this, uh, for that message. Now at this time as we focus on the collection, the death and burial and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, let's notice page 784. 784. Why did my Savior come to earth? We will sing the first two verses. All found? Let's sing. Why did my Savior come to earth and to the humble gold? Why did he choose a lowly birth? Because he loved me so. He loved me so. He precious life for me, yes, for me, because he loved me so. Why did he drink the bitter cup of sorrow, pain, and woe? Why on the cross be lifted up? Because he loved me so. He loved me so. He precious life for me, yes, for me, because he loved me so. Let us give thanks for collection. Most glorious and our wise, mighty God, our Heavenly Father, we're so thankful for this, such a beautiful day on the Father, and you have allowed us to be able to meet here at the building and to worship you in spirit and truth. We thank you, Heavenly Father, this time for allowing us to be able to give thanks for the offering that will be taken up. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for the jobs and the means you allow us to have to be able to take care of our families and also give a portion back to you. We pray, Heavenly Father, we'll be used in the way we'll be pleased and accepted thee. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, you want to take time to uh, prepare your, your cup.
Now we come down to this part of the service where we remember our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and him down on the cross for the sins of mankind, that through his death and suffering we all may have the right to the tree of life and have a privilege to serve him, which is their true and living God. The book is Matthew, the chapter 26. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread. He blessed it. He broke it. He gave it to his disciples and said, Take eat. This is my body. And he took the cup, and he gave thanks. And he gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of this, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which was shed for a minute for remission of sins. Let us give thanks. Our Father, which art in heaven, the true God in which we should serve, the God that knows and sees all things, but the God that loved mankind so much that he sent his only begotten Son, that through his death and suffering we all may have that right to the tree of life and have a privilege to serve you as a true and living God. At this time, Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for your Son's body and his most precious blood that was shed on the cross of the sins of mankind. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And you may take of the body and also of the cup. And after the supper had ended, they sung a hymn and went out to the Mount Calvary. Morning, church. For our closing song, let us know this page 888. That is page 888. Thank you, Lord. All found? Let us stand and sing. Thank you, Lord, for loving me, and thank you, Lord, for blessing me. Thank you, Lord, for making me whole and saving my soul. I want to thank you, Lord, for loving me. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord. For saving my soul, I want to thank you, Lord, for loving me. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Let us pray. Dear and Father, I'd like to thank you for this day, a day which you made and a day which we, which we are glad and rejoicing in, hand of Father. Now, by the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with us forever and always. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.